Hey Coconut, welcome back to another weekly episode with me, Rakesh, where we scour the net to find worthy financial news for you. This week, well, there was not much scouring to be done, all right, because there was only one topic for us to talk about, and that is SVB, Silicon Valley Bank. What has happened? We're taking you through the different events, and we're going to be talking through, more importantly, the effects, right? The macro side of things, how it affects perhaps even contagion. What does this mean for the Fed? Uh, next week when they are coming up with whether they're going to be raising rates. What does it mean for other banks, smaller banks and bigger banks as well? It's your chance to know a little bit more of what Silicon Valley Bank has happened over the last few days. Hopefully we can teach you a thing or two. So let's get to it. Hello, Coconuts. Welcome to another episode of Weekly Market Updates with me, Rakesh. And Anthony, we're back. It's the middle of March and, you know, after one week's break or not break like people fall sick but you know we have a back this week thanks man thanks for the uh kind words apologies coconuts i was (laughs) too nasally last week we tried to do it but it was it was not very good to be honest i am uh, still a little bit sick but getting better um enough to talk on this show lah so at least you want to listen to my voice now not not enough to work right so in case your boss is listening (laughs) not not enough to work hey this one don't i got a few people from my office actually listening if you do, I uh, am still sick, folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, coconuts, other than the fact that Anthony is wearing a shirt for the first time, um, I'm I'm still perplexed I mean, sorry, and shocked. Like, I don't get on this topless, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's just for once, I'm not in my pajamas. <laughs> shirt and everything, I'm, I'm completely shocked. Um, other than that, we have one big story for you. The other shocking news we have all heard uh, in the last week. There's nothing else we've actually heard, even though other companies have had earnings call. Yeah, all we've... <laughs> so, so much earnings. Like C, CrowdStrike, um, oh. other companies that we can't remember. I'm sure things happened on Thursday <laughs> and Friday last week, just that nobody cared. Yeah, except for the one topic we'll be talking about today about SVB, right? Silicon Valley Bank. They're down. What has happened? We're going to take you through the process um, and, of course, talk a little bit about what's next and, and maybe even some some effects to help you with I, your investment needs. Yeah, very exciting. I think I really want to talk about the, the effects of it, right? I mean, they, they are mm-hmm. gone and, you know, whoever owned Silicon Valley Bank, I guess. Oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it was, it's kind of interesting because... They were a bit like a they were a bit like Silvergate, right? You know, if you want to bet on crypto, you didn't want to buy crypto, mm. you could have bought Silvergate as kind of like a proxy to, to crypto. Mm. Um SVB was kind of the same. You know, if you, you didn't have access to venture and all that, but you wanted access to the startup ecosystem, you'll buy Silicon Valley Bank. So so actually quite a few mm. growth investors that, that you, you see on like Twitter and all that had decent positions in it. And you know, right. oops, I guess after what has happened um the last few days or the past week um but but maybe you know start from the beginning of last week um you yeah know, not the we, beginning of time right of for SVB, SVB, yeah because yeah, yeah, that, no, that's no, no, no. that's just too too far ahead <laughs> <laughs> we will be here for two hours i want to go to bed um and, and you are sick so you need to go to bed yes, um yes. you know we actually started last tuesday or wednesday re- really really interestingly with um fed chair jerome powell going and testifying in front of the U.S. Co- Congress, I think, on the House of Reps, and, and going, mm. you know, oh, you know what? We are, we are not afraid to raise rates um, faster, right? The, the terminal rate mm. being being the rate of the, the the rate where we stop hiking will probably be higher than what 
we we currently expect it to be. So you know, and and we can raise by fifty basis points just because we we drop to twenty five doesn't mean we are afraid of going back up to fifty, right? And then and then mm. the market heard that the, the on Tuesday it tanked. On Wednesday he went back and said, hey, no 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 doesn't mean I'm raising by fifty, right, guys? Um, stop it. <laughs> it just means that I could <laughs> raise by fifty, and then the market like okay fine. Um, did not drop as much. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then on Wednesday night, um, SVB, which is the the sixteenth largest bank in the US, so big mm. but not super big, I guess. Um, still, I think bigger than DBS. Um, you know, they they announced a capital raising. Um, they they said they had sold twenty billion of securities that they held as assets. Right, they suffered a loss on it. Um, because they needed to pay for some deposits being withdrawn from them. You know, so they they were doing a capital raising of one point eight or two billion to cover that loss and after that <laughs> Moody's came out and said uh, and, and part of the reason why they needed to do this and, and why they needed to do it quickly was because mm. Moody's um, the credit agency came out and said oh we, we want to downgrade you you know you have made a loss your you are right. your assets aren't great anymore or you have sold off some of it you're not as well capitalized you know I, I need to kind of downgrade you and then that's bad for a bank, right? How can a bank have okay. a junk credit rating? So they went, no, no, we're, we're doing capital raising. And because of that, people actually started looking more closely at SVB's books. They realized, oh, they, wait a minute. Um, SVB holds a lot of bonds, as a lot of very long-dated um, treasury bonds as assets. Um, okay. They bought them in 2020, 2021, when SVB's deposit base grew. I think by three times or something. Mm. So so a lot of money came into the bank. They didn't know what to do with it. They bought, you know, treasuries to, to get some yield. And they bought 10-year treasuries for what God knows what reason. Right. And <laughs> well, because of interest rate hikes over the past year, year year and a bit, you know, those 10-year bonds are now like 80 cents on the dollar. Right. Wow. Because as yields go up, you know, bond prices fall. Mm. So yeah. hmm, this bank is not doing very well. Right. The balance sheet is terrible. Um, Thursday started. You know, we started getting rumors of VC funds telling their portfolio companies to start drawing the, all their cash from SVB. Um, you know, and the CEO says, "Hey, hey guys, please, please don't. You know, um, we we have supported you. We are a startup bank. You know, we are a bank that supports startups. You know, we we have supported you through tough times. And people took a chance on you. Don't take all your money out. Right. But of course, nobody listened to it, <laughs> right? So." They, they um I mean they, we can talk a bit about why they did it and all that later, but you know, it's essentially people started withdrawing money over Thursday, Friday, Friday morning they went insolvent, the FDIC took over um to kind of liquidate wow. the bank and kind of so and, and try to resolve the situation. And it turned out that over the course of Thursday and a bit of Friday morning and Friday afternoon, like they had processed forty two billion dollars worth of withdrawals. Wow. Yeah, so they were like 200 billion and you know, 42 billion was just oh my like, getting rid of it. was insane, right? So so that's Friday. Um, then well, everything got frozen. FDIC said we're going to liquidate the bank. Um, and, and of course, every, all the customers are getting worried, right? Because you have money still stuck in the bank. Exactly. So Saturday, very, very opportunistic people started going around to different customers. Who mm. who they knew had SV had deposits with SVP stuck there and said, Hey guys, we'll buy our deposits from you, you know, um sixty cents, seventy cents on the dollar. If you have a million dollars there, we'll buy it for seven hundred thousand. We'll give you cash. Right? And and I guess mm. partially this, this was to kind of take advantage of the situation where you didn't know what would happen to your deposits. 
you, mm. you didn't know how much you know the FDIC could recover from SVB's assets to pay back your deposits. So, you know, you, you might as well sell it. Lah. And, and we saw this in like crypto and, you know, trading of Celsius yeah. claims and trading of HTX claims and all that. So, you know, kind of usual, right? Wow. Then on Sunday night um, or Monday morning Singapore time, the, the Fed steps in, they, they, they made an announcement. They said we are guaranteeing all deposits. So whether you are insured up to that 250K FDIC limit or above mm. that, we are guaranteeing we are all of it, right? You have... 300k, mm. 1 million, 400 million, don't give a shit. I'll pay you all back. Right? But they, but they didn't, but unlike the 2008 GFC, you know, they didn't actually compensate any bondholders and they didn't compensate equity holders. So if you're a shareholder of SVB on Friday, your, your equity value is now zero, right? <laughs> From mm. 60 bucks to zero. And I think on Thursdays, they were still like, what, 90, $100? Mm. So so gone, right? If you were holding bonds, you you were sick, you were an unsecured creditor. Well, too bad, you know, your bonds are wiped out as well. And of course management got fired and, and all of that. So, you know so so it's it's quite a big departure from two thousand eight and it's not I mean, like people call this a bailout, but I, I I kind of struggle to see where the bailout is. Because all you're doing is you're you are making deposit holders hold, right? And and deposit holders yeah. shouldn't be taking that much risk by depositing with a bank. You know, yeah. like when I deposit my money with DBS or OCBC or UOB or whatever, I know theoretically there's a risk of them going bankrupt, right? But I shouldn't, as a depositor, as a customer of a bank, I shouldn't have to go and look at their financial statements, go, hmm, are they really going to get insolvent and all that? Like, that's just a very big hurdle to cross for opening a bank account. Right, I mean, if I'm an investor, I want to buy shares, I want to return, fine, right? Mm. I, I can do that work, but not for just opening bank accounts. So, so I kind of see where, where the Feds and NFDIC is coming at for, by you know, doing this right. thing. And so then, you would say yeah. in that sense, you would con- wouldn't consider a bailout because we're not actually saving SVB. We are saving yeah. the, the depositors, right? We are, the, we are, saving, the cu- uh, we are saving the customers people. of SVB, right? Yeah. And, oh yeah, sure, may- maybe the customers of SVB should have known better right but come on i mean but nobody really thinks at this point in time yeah exactly yeah like, and, and, and a lot of investors in. don't even look at like the the balance sheet of the companies they're investing in right what more uh, mm. a bank account holder yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> of, of quite a big bank right what is it 200 billion that they, that they yeah had, they were or? like 200 billion in, in deposits they were like 16th largest in the u.s wow yeah so, so, so it's I, have, a I have a question sizable though, right? bank. yeah they allowed 42 billion dollars of withdrawal at what point did they actually want to freeze it because I do know, like, you oh, know, the... oh they, they only froze it when the when the Fed stepped in and said. Well, so they didn't it. freeze it earlier, and so like, hey, the velocity of of liquidation or the velocity of of I withdrawals mean, you, are so high. You can't really, right? Because then that that's like a kind of a breach of co- your contract with the account holder. You know, you, you start getting into trouble there. So I guess, yeah. So so they ended up the I think they ended the day with like negative one billion in cash or something. So they actually had enough cash to wow. fulfill most of it. Right, more okay. forty one out of forty two billion. Right, but but <laughs> right. I mean that that's still quite good, um, considering. Yeah, that's quite a high percentage given the let's say what, two hundred billion. So that's yeah, so like twenty percent gone, you know, yeah. and twenty plus percent gone, and and they fulfilled most of it, right? And this is not including whatever was withdrawn mm-hmm. on like you know earlier in the week. So yeah, mm-hmm. so now you know they the Fed announced they're guaranteeing it. I think 
if uh, SGB is gone, they're going to get liquidated. Um, mm. I think their assets are getting sold off. Apparently, about 60 or 70% of their assets have already been sold off. So that's great. Oh. Um, okay. I mean, they, they hold bonds and all that, right? Um, US assets. Okay. Like, like assets in terms of like, you know, their investments and, and all of that. So it's relatively easy. Like a lot of them are very liquid. Uh, or rather, they are very easy to sell. So so that, that shouldn't be um, too difficult. Um, as part of the Sunday measures, you know, I think that the fear was really that SVB and I guess Signature Bank wouldn't be the only ones, right? That there would be a broader mm. bank run in everywhere else. So, you know, they, the Fed also came out with things like, you know, the, the bank term funding program to, to provide temporary liquidity. Um, they, you know, Biden came out to say, don't worry, we'll do all we can to like, you know, save depositors. Very interestingly, they also made very clear, we are not saving equity holders or, or bondholders, right? This is, we, we are not using, and, and also we are not using taxpayer money to, to fund any of these, that the banks will come and fund it. So, so it's, FDIC is insurance, right? So essentially the, yes. the banks pay like some kind of premium to FDIC and then, you know, the, the FDIC collects the premium, invests it, and then, you know, when, when things like this happen, they, they pay out. So, so none of the money is coming from taxpayers, which is great yeah, um, they, from, from a political perspective. So, yeah, yeah, and they said that really loudly, actually, right? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, they, they had to, like, every single <laughs> message has to hammer that home, right? We are not using our money. We are not saving, you know, management. We are not saving shareholders. <laughs> we are only saving depositors who are, you know, people like you and I, and listed companies yeah. like Roku and Coinbase. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we are yet to talk about that, but yeah. Yes, okay. we will get there. We will get there. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I think the, the other, I mean, SUV has some foreign assets. They're, they're trying to sell those off. They sold off the UK one to HSBC for like a dollar, a pound. Uh, right? So, a so pound, that was right? pretty right. much the equity yeah. value of <laughs> laptop yeah. of the UK one. Um, I, I'm a bit and sad just to, that, yeah. Just to, just to confirm that, right? HSBC is now guaranteeing the deposits of the UK arm as well, right? So yes, yes, that should be the case. So they can. I, I mean, we, we don't know what what concessions they got from the government to to buy it over for a dollar. Um, yeah. it it could be, and and this was done in two thousand eight as well. That the government partially guarantees part of it. So to so so that HSBC's liabilities themselves are kept, right? Because they don't want to mm. come in and you know suddenly you know think that it's a ten billion dollar hole and suddenly it's a hundred billion dollar hole. You know. That, that, yeah. that's, and you, you don't have enough time to like DD it properly over the course of a weekend. So yeah, I think that's, that they, they maybe have got some sweeteners um, from, from the UK government out of it. Got it. Yeah, I think I was reading an article that, that said that the UK government asked them to, to start the conversations. I, I think the UK so, government asked everybody <laughs> to, to start okay. um, for for a while. For a while, there there was talk of like some Middle Eastern consortium, you know, being a white knight to come in and save the day. Right. So and and, and the US did the same thing, you know. They 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 tried to to sell it off. I think to um Royal Bank of Canada. Um. Okay. So so the US <laughs> okay. was a bit was a bit weirder in the sense that they didn't want to sell it to like the the obvious big boys, right? Because that's consolidating the sector. You know, no, mm. no JPM, no Wells Fargo, no, no City. So I think apparently it was like Pacific Northwest Corp. No idea who they are. Um, Royal Bank of Canada, know the name, no idea who they are. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's a bit more of the, I guess, smaller um, regional banks that, that might mm. be in this line of business to take it over and, and they all rejected it. Yeah. Um, 
but now you know with the Sunday announcement and with the designation of like SVB and, and Signature Bank as what systemically important banks, um, they they have a bit more leeway to sell to like the likes of JPM and City. So we'll we'll see if if something happens there. But yeah, I mean that that's the usual playbook in in a um bank bankruptcy, right? You you try to buy a, find a buyer. If if you know you can't find a buyer, then the government just steps in and and slowly tries to save the day. Right, got you. So this question must be asked, right? Happening in in all over the world, Singapore, uh, is is a a question I have for you, right? Uh, since we're talking about the UK and so on, um. What have they said? What has MES said or, or Singapore government said with regards to exposure as, of SVB? We have very, very minimal exposure. Um, I mean, you, you kind You're of... You're quoting here, Insignificant exposure. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, which which is okay. like kind of saying saying nothing, right? I mean, I, I never quite know what insignificant means. That is 10% insignificant. We were exposed, but not... Yeah, Yeah. it's also we have exposure, but, you know, we... we, we yeah, and, and they went, oh yeah, banks are well capitalized and, and all that. But... And and I think they they hold you know good liquid assets and stuff like that, which oh is is a bit reassuring. I mean, I, I was kind of hoping for like DBS to drop twenty thirty percent, right? Mm. And I was like, yes, time to buy. Finally, it's so expensive <laughs> now. It needs to be a bit cheaper. But nope, that did not happen. So <laughs> um, no 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 chance to to grab a bargain in the, right. in Singapore at least for now. Got it. Um, and that that brings me to also uh, another few points, right? Um, SVB is meant for for startups. Tamasic, yep. do they have any exposure there? Because I know they're quite big in 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 Silicon Valley and so on. Um, yeah. So I mean, I'm sure Tamasic has. I mean, okay, I wouldn't say I'm sure. I am relatively certain, you know, just based on guessing and and not any other information that th- some of Tamasic's portfolio companies will have accounts there, mm. right? Um, they would probably have been uninsured, and they would. Probably, and they are fine now, right? Because they are, because now the the US government has stepped in. So, so you know, I think yeah. for startups in the US, and and you you saw a lot of this on like Saturday and Sunday, where you know people were really trying to lobby the government to to save depositors and and hopefully to save the bank as a whole, right? So, so you you started seeing all these, you know pieces and all these like Twitter threads around oh you know this mm. poor company I like 20 employees on, on Monday they cannot pay all their employees <laughs> so then oh yeah all these startups hire like hundreds of thousands of people none of them can get paid next week because yeah. the bank will be closed so nobody can do payroll they'll go like <laughs> do they all they have one bank like seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I mean look SBB like, um, they, they bank like 50% I think of all tech and life science startups in the US. So so despite wow. being only in Silicon okay. Valley, you know, they, they own 50% of the entire US market, right? But right. like, come on, you know, I mean, if you're a startup and you only have one bank account and you can't make payroll, okay, firstly, it wouldn't have been that you can't make payroll because in any bank resolution, or in, in all of the US bank resolutions so far, I mm. think since 2010, once the FDIC steps in, you know, they, they always step in on a Friday. On Monday, you can withdraw 250k immediately, right? Yeah, which means payroll. If, even, be. even without like a government coming in to, to backstop everything, your 250k insured limit will be there. You know, then they'll give you, they, then they'll probably have sold off like 30, 40% of the assets and then 40% of your bank account will be there as well. So if you have $10 million mm-hmm. there, you, you would have enough money to, to pay, you know, what, whatever employees you have. It was just okay. people going, uh, yeah, you know, poor me, poor me, save me, save. 
Oh man, no, that's that that's fair. I think um, I think one thing I just wanted to inform the coconuts out there as well is I think Tomasek said I just googled it that they don't have any direct exposure, right? so they didn't invest in SVP or they're not a shareholder or anything like that. Yeah. They actually came out to say okay. it, Hooray. which is great. They are not a bad um, for once. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, not not say that they have no no problem. It's just that whatever seems it seems like when, maybe they have just invested in so many companies that whenever yeah. we do something and I think bad, that's it. They, they seem to be a shareholder. Somehow they're inside. Somehow they're inside. <laughs> um, but actually, one of the cool news is that they actually purchased SVB and bought their India India arm, uh, back in 2015. Oh. Um, but it's pretty cool. Uh, 2015, they bought SVB's India Venture Debt Arm, uh, oh, full hundred percent. Okay. So they it that that's pretty cool. Um, of course, I just googled it. Um, this venture debt thing I googled it earlier in the day when I was preparing for it, but I thought that was that was pretty cool that they purchased it. So the technically some part of the news I just wrong the wrong the wrong time. <laughs> cool. All right. So that's that's yeah. what I have for for Singapore, right? But. Exactly what you said, right? 50% of life sciences startups, all of these things are currently being done by SVB. And yes, their deposits are currently being, um, you know, back to normal by the FDICs. But where do these smaller startups go now, right? What's the what's the next play for these guys? No clue, right? I, I mean, no. And, and a bit of history here is that SVB kind of made their name by really being more aggressive in courting these sort of companies. Right, so you know, if if these companies need a loan, if if these companies needed some initial funding, it, despite having no assets or, or you know not not really proven product market fit, SVB were, were very happy to to lend to them and build the relationship there. Um, you know, right. they they were happy to like you know open bank accounts and and all of that, and and even you know kind of help the founders with their personal banking as well. So it wasn't just a B two B banking relationship; it was also like B two C. So you know, mm. I think. They they were pretty much the relationship bank of choice, right? And and they had the broadest product range that maybe suited you know startups and maybe had a bit looser um, credit requirements. So yeah. you know, I I think and and that's the key now, right? Like you know what what's going to happen to to all these? And I think the answer is we don't know. Um, what 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 will happen to to you know whether there'll be a replacement player that comes in and says, oh, you know what? Actually, SVB just screwed up on the on their asset side, you know, it was a good business. Mm. They they had yeah. obviously proven that there was a big market for it. So I'm going to come in and try to pick up a piece of the pie yeah. and essentially replicate their pay playbook, you know, but have better risk control so that I don't blow myself up, right? Exactly. So, so maybe, and, maybe, but there, there, I don't think there is a real clear alternative at this stage, right? Mm. Um, and yeah. maybe just because I'm I'm not in in SV, I'm I'm sure you know there there will be oh, maybe there are a few already, right? Right, so so I would, I would maybe I said Signature Bank, but they are down also. No, no, uh, you know, may, yeah. maybe first, <laughs> maybe First Republic. Um, who are also like who, who at least up to yesterday they, were really struggling. <laughs> yes, I was just gonna say they also. No, they they are up today. I think they they were down like they jumped twenty percent. I think I was oh, yeah, today. I was reading that for yeah. yeah. That's terrible. They, they went they went down seventy percent or sixty percent yesterday. After yeah. the Fed had announced like we are backstopping guarantees, <laughs> nope, going straight down. It's like, come on, <laughs> no, yeah. they're supposed um, to be going but, up. <laughs> but um, I wanted to bring that point right. Like technically, the way that that SVB has gone down, the way you explained it today as well, it doesn't seem to be a business issue. It was more the fact that they 
made the wrong investment decisions in terms of yeah. buying these sort of bonds, right? Um, yeah. and, and I mean, and, you know, every every bank kind of faces the the usual, you know, duration and, and liquidity mismatch. That That's fair, right? Mm. That, that's the business of banks. They just didn't do it. I, I wouldn't say they didn't do it right. They didn't do it well. Right. Um. So. So. Yeah. You know. It, it is what it is. Um. I think the the a fear and and this was something that the VCs were very keen to pound into our heads over the weekend as well. Um. Mm. Is that if it fails, you know, innovation in the US dies, you know, and China <laughs> wins. How can we allow that? <laughs> oh man, I love I love I love their play. Their spinning is amazing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I mean, you, you can maybe see a very, you know, dotted line to that, right? Mm. Um, you know, in the sense that your startup ideas don't get funded as, as readily as it used to be. People don't get to try. Therefore, you don't really get as much innovation, you know, because less people try. And therefore, yeah, innovation dies. So, mm. I mean, that, that kind of presumes that innovation only happens in startups sure i guess no <laughs> um no right <laughs> but you know um i mean they are they are masters and, and the center of the universe right so so whatever um <laughs> right yeah and, and and i must say you know it, it's kind of hip- ironic for for the vcs to say this when they were the ones who instigated the bank run right like like if yeah. on thursday everybody just fucking kept their mouth shut or got together and said, hey, you know what, guys? We I, I know they're in trouble, but let's not screw each other over. <laughs> you know, let I mean this is kind of a prisoner's dilemma, right? And we saw this again in a lot of the crypto bank runs where if you wanted to panic, you panic earliest. And and if not, then you just don't panic at all. And and in crypto, everybody panicked. And here, yes. you know, in, in VC land, everybody panicked as well. And everybody started yeah. trying to draw their money out and oops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, so they, they, they shouted fire. They caused the stampede to the exits. And then once they exited, and then once they couldn't exit and the bank went down, they went, hey, why people shout fire? Well, now we should make the exit bigger. Yeah. Like, come why on. Why are you letting China win? Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> you see, now the bidding burned down already. How? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, they were the ones guys. with the matches, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah, man. So, so um, um, a bit irritated. Nah, standard <laughs> um, Standard. But here's here's the thing. I guess I I get if I want to see it, I think I can. Right? These SVB, for example, have, have looser lending things. So the barrier to entry to start something new, to start an innovative product, yeah. technically is lower. Right? So you just no, need somebody I, to pick up the slack and, and do that. I, I, right? I see because, their point, you know. Um, and and I think yeah. it's it's a very seductive point but you really mm. really really need to squint to see oh yeah, yeah. this really might happen <laughs> right even squinting um, a bit tougher yeah my, my eyes very small but you know um, still 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 need to squint a bit more. yes 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 I'm still mesmerized by the shirt I haven't made my way back up to the eyes yet so. <laughs> hey, dude, face it up here right <laughs> cool yeah uh, <laughs> Face it, they're very good, very good. Yeah, about time you said it, lah. Uh, <laughs> so, coming to other things, right? I, you you brought up Roku, right? And we have brought up Roku on this show multiple times in terms of earnings, talked about it, so on and so forth. They're one of the most impacted. And yeah. uh, take us through what what Roku. How well, was I Roku mean, impacted you know, and how thankfully, much? They, thankfully, they are not impacted anymore because the, the government has stepped in to backstop all deposits, but. 
if they didn't, you know, Roku would have been one of the most impacted, I think, the second have been Roblox. So, and, and what happened with Roku was that they had $400 million in bank accounts at SVB. Right, so not four forty, it's four hundred million, right? I mean, they Ooh. they have, as of the last financials, they are like one point nine billion. So you know, it's not all their cash; it's only a mere twenty percent. But twenty, dude, yeah. like, why why are you leaving four hundred million dollars in the bank and come earning zero point one percent? Go go and get one percent and four million, right? Hey, you are you're not profit, you're not printing money, you know, you are loss making. Like, like, do something with that cash. <laughs> <sighs> I wanted to That's sell it, my shares I... just after we did. I said, like, "Do you not have a CFO? Like, like what? What's going on? Do you, <laughs> does, did the bank not try to sell you any products to try to make money? <laughs> you know? Your uh, your your RM really too good. Really making too much money. He doesn't need four hundred million. Yeah. <laughs> my, my my bank account is like a, a thousand, a ten thousand. I I don't even know how much." how many percentage less of that and my RM still yeah. message me sometimes hey you know we got new product what or not like hey <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah um, maybe I mean maybe they're looking for for an acquisition um, I, I don't know but I mean what, what was very really interesting and this is maybe a bit coincidental as well was that they had earnings mm. I think last week or last last week right and they announced that oh you know our current CFO is resigning and we are getting a new one in May so I think serve right. the spirit lah. Then you know, chill out, don't care. <laughs> and just let cash accumulate lah. Then you know, oops. Fair enough. For all you know, this four hundred million was going out in bonus in June or something like that. Yeah, maybe it was meant to pay severance Yeah. Then they would he would have got a severance access for this. But yeah, it's insane. I I don't know which listed company leaves four hundred million dollars in in cash just sitting around. In a world where a money market fund pays you four percent per annum, right? Like, like literally, that's sixteen million dollars here yeah. um, that you're losing out on because you're not sweeping it to to a fund or something. Something it's else, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so that's 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 Roku. I think one other thing we I do want to talk about as well. Um, hey, speaking of which, see, I told you we're going to take half an hour to talk about this. Yeah, we're going to take Eon to talk about this, and then yeah. we are like scratching the surface, right? <laughs> Yeah, like halfway we through. Are. This is this is the first part of it as well, and who knows what's gonna play out this entire week as well, right? Oh no, please please not let it be like Twitter <laughs> and then we have to talk about it like every week or every other week. Like 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 I, I like banking businesses. I think they are like kind of esoterically interesting, but you know, I don't know whether people will be interested enough to listening and to, to us talking about like prudential regulations. <laughs> okay. No, no, none of that, no, no. please. None of that, right. yes. Um, speaking of regulations, let's let's take a look at this. What does this mean, right, for for the banking sector, right? Um, <laughs> talking about financial regulations already, right? Singapore, like, nothing happens. <laughs> DBS doesn't collapse. Damn it. So Powell said this, right? May raise fifty basis points. Blah blah blah. What, what do you think is is going to happen there? I don't. No, right? I mean, that, I think that, that's always the answer to everything, right? I don't know. Of course. Um, I, I think one, one one very interesting thing is, you know, what, what does this actually mean, right? I mean, we have, F, or at least the US has FDIC insurance of 250K. Does, mm. you know, backstopping our guarantees means that if the next bank run happens, you know, they will also backstop and therefore really the 250K is unlimited? Maybe, mm. maybe not. Is, is it implied? 
um, I mean, Biden didn't come out and say, we'll do anything we can to save depositors. Like, because <laughs> he has to, what? Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. he has to, to stop the bank run, right? And and he yeah. can't really let the Fed, like, kind of back away from that promise. So, hmm, very interesting. So, so you know, just 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 deposit anywhere you go. Like, they can be the smallest bank, doesn't matter. They pay you high interest good enough, right? Because <laughs> impliedly, they, they have guaranteed it. Um, of course, you can't sue them for it. But, you know, that, that's kind of the understanding now, which is a bit of a, a fear, right? Because that just mm. means that you, you deposit money with the riskiest banks, to, that pay you the highest deposits and the banks will just go out to to attract deposits and anyhow invest to to try to you know it, to numbers. try to make more money yeah. right so so yeah. It, yeah this doesn't seem like it incentivizes really good behavior but whatever right maybe they just need to do it to, to stem a run and 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 have a bigger picture right the, the alternative is well if there isn't really this implicit guarantee then if and you're a individual account holder that maybe has a bit more than 250k why would you ever use a small bank right they, yeah, they could go under <laughs> you know why wouldn't i just go to like jpm or or um city or wells fargo or bank of america yeah, and yeah. go hey you know they, they are big everywhere right exactly and fdic insurance does the 250k limit doesn't apply for systemically important banks so so there i do have an actual guarantee you know, um, I might not get, I mean, unless I really need funky products or I really like the banker or, you know, I'm, I'm in such a ulu town that there's no big bank near me. You know, why would you ever need a smaller bank? And, and if that happens, then, you know, all the smaller banks are going to die because <laughs> everybody yeah. will just go, hey guys, you know, I'm, I'm withdrawing my deposits. I'm going to put it with, with the big boys. Bigger bank. Um, that's, that's not necessarily a good outcome both for the smaller banks and for the banking sector as a whole, right? You, you don't want, you want to avoid a bit of that concentration of power. So, so okay, you know, not, not great as well. Um, a, mm. a very, very big question, at which I guess was also present on Monday, but somehow with today's CPI print seems to have fallen by the wayside is, you know, is, is this contagion, right? So when, when they announced on Sunday, um, Sunday night, Monday morning, Singapore time. This is what happened. I read it. I was like, oh, you know, problem solved. La. At the very least, banks should go up today, right? But no, yeah. on Monday, they kept falling. That was the first yeah. thing I got wrong from this entire thing. I was <laughs> so irritated. So on Thursday, Friday, I said, okay, these people, these people will go down, you know, banks will all get whacked even if they're strong. Time to buy some bank stocks. So I bought some bank stocks. Mm. Right? Um, not, 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 not First Republic. I, I bought like LI because I just follow Warren Buffet, right? <laughs> um, and, then, and then, and then they went down again on Monday. I'm like, hey, this can't be right. Like, come on, you know, they have kind of fixed the problem. I mean, ignoring individual banks aside, right? The, the Fed has kind of fixed the problem with, with whatever they, they have announced today. You know, and it mm-hmm. is very poor form for the government to come in and show up confidence. And confidence is not shot up. <laughs> right? It's like the government coming and say, don't worry, guys, we'll save you. And everybody still says, no, 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 we are not going to get safe. Right? Like, like and it dude, it's a US government. Day. Yeah. You know? Um, so so I did that, I said, oh, oops, did I get this wrong? This might be really, really bad. Um, but of course, we had a good CPI print today, so everybody has forgot about the bad news. But you know. Yeah. I think I think there there is a bit of that fear as well. Um, whether more banks are exposed to this kind of liquidity mismatch and and yeah, to, to this extent, um, seems really unlikely. But you never know, right? Or or maybe everybody will be running from like regional banks to the majors, and then that that will screw everybody up and be be a systemic risk. Um, we don't know, right? So yeah. so 
um, you know, we'll see. And, and I think that the last point that, that I thought was really interesting was, and this is really more macro from a macro perspective, right? Mm. Because because the the Fed has and and the government by extension has has just really really gone all out to say the taxpayer is not funding this, right? Yes. The banks We've are seen paying that for on this. multiple sources. Yeah, yeah. We, we we keep seeing that, right? It's, <laughs> it's like they told all newspapers every article you write about this, you must put in that line. Put this line, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> not taxpayer funded. <laughs> Three magic words, right? Um, so. You know, then, but that leads to the risk, right? So who pays for it? And, and who pays for it is the other banks because they, they will be charged what the FDIC called a special assessment. So, so essentially, mm. they are increasing everybody's insurance premium. For, for They'll make a one-off insurance premium payment. Then they'll pay and then they will, you know, and then FDIC will recover the amount. But that is, again, you know, incentivizing bad behavior, right? Because all these other banks did nothing wrong. I mean, I mean it, it's kind of an insurance concept, you know, you you insure, like, everybody's insurance premiums go into a pool. If there's a bad actor, too bad, you know, um, they, they get paid out, yeah. you, you, look, you lose out of it, right? But, you know, given that the, the world of banks are a lot smaller, um, you know, what reason is there, short of being a good corporate citizen, that you don't, that, that you act properly next time? Right, I mean, if if all you are doing is acting properly and everybody else around you is not acting properly and and going bust and you're you are having to pay for their, their mistakes, why why would you ever act properly, right? Uh, again, exactly. this is the dilemma in, in a different form. Everybody just defect. So like, hmm, you know, may, maybe then there needs to be a sweetener somewhere for the banks to to continue incentivizing them to act properly, or, or more. I mean, okay, there, there's a bit of a stake in the sense that your your bank went bankrupt and your management you lost a job. Right. And you know, there, there's some talk about clawing back um, you know, the the SVB management bonuses. They they very sneakily also sold off shares just before they did capital raising. So the CEO <laughs> raised those you know, sold like three million of shares on Tuesday. Then they announced capital raising on Wednesday. And you're like, come on. <laughs> you know, um ridiculous. So 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 yeah, I mean there, there could be all of those personal penalties to to prevent them. Uh, managing a bank from acting in this way, but you know, j- just from a broader perspective, you you are increasing the chance of you know bad actors, right, or, or of yeah. incentivizing bad behavior. So, uh, not great. Yeah. But you know, I mean, I think banks after getting short, worth looking at some of them. You know, if if you are willing to look at banks to, to begin with, you know, some of them who were underpriced, you know, like the big banks all went down 10, 15 percent. Right for for no reason. Yeah, you know, because it'll there go back was, up. I feel right. Yeah, so so you know, this, this could be the time to pick up a bit. You know, you scalp a bit, and then six months later, you sell it off. Yeah, maybe, maybe. And I mean, interest rates, as Powell said, could be going higher. Blah blah blah. So yeah, well, well yeah. I mean, we, we can kind of talk about macro. I guess that that's the last bit of this we last haven't really bit. covered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. So where where do we mean for this, right? Uh, what do you feel? Um, I I think actually more like more importance will be placed on today's CPI, which came in just at expectations. Um, not not above, which is great. Um, for the first time this year, I think January February were all above expectations. So oh, yes, so, yeah. That, that, that's why the market is ripping tonight. Um, but you know, I I think taking a step back. This is maybe a sign of that, you know, hey, the, the Fed is raising rates. We're always saying, you raise rates, nothing's happening, right? Your employment is going mm. up, you know. I mean, 
yeah, tech aspiring people, equities have taken a bath. But in your real economy, like things are still going well. You're you're not really taming inflation. Your your financial conditions aren't tightening. Like like what what what's the what's the function of the Fed? And well, you know, it has shown that there 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 is some function. You know, by by a bank going under, right? So so financial conditions are tightening, right? Um, partially due to the bank's own mis- mismanagement, um, SVB's own mis- mismanagement. Yes. But, you know, I, I think the, the banks themselves have found their, their operating conditions a bit harder, which really means that you know, the, the liquidity that flows through to like households and businesses and all that will get harder as well. And, and that's where the tightening will continue, right? Mm. So, so okay, fine. You know, that, that's happening. That, that's good. We finally see a sign of like reaction to the interest rate hikes. Besides equity prices dying, and, and bond prices dying, right? Yeah. Um, but again, that can be that can be argued the other way. That two things: number one, mismanagement on their side, yeah. right? Number two, we have funded effectively all the deposits, so the money is still within the system, and they can still technically, right? Yeah, so all but, the customers' deposits are still there. So what we lose is equity equity value and bond value. Yes, what we lose is equity value and bond value, and and what we also lose is hopefully that banks shore up their capital base, right? So they mm. make a bit less loans. They mm. try harder to attract deposits, right? To, so, and, you know, and they, if they have a loss on their bonds, maybe they consider taking it now and doing a proper capital raising rather than whatever, you know, half-ass mm. thing that SVB try to do, you know, and then right. do it properly, right? So, you know, so I, I one think... One of the things that... that- that you say as well, or what you've just said, if I can just summarize, is the fact that the bonds can go back, uh, the bank, sorry, not the bonds, the bank can go back, take a look and even reassess, revalue on on what they're doing. And this yes. could be a good good step. Yeah, and, and, and hopefully after that reassessment, it leads to a conclusion that they need to, you know, tighten money outflows a bit more. Right, mm. and and then that leads to you know all those flow on effects to you know society maybe you, mm. right. I never know. <laughs> negative. Well, it's going to be a negative thing if they tighten this, then it increases the amount or the eligibility for loans. Um, therefore, yeah. okay, take less loans, and then yeah, and then therefore less inflation, right? Effect. Less movement, less inflation. That, that, yeah. that that's how you're meant to. You know, I think that's the theoretical reaction function that leads to increased interest rates means lower inflation you know yeah. and and we have been increasing increasing and, and not much has happened so yes. maybe th- this is a time where you know we, we we really start seeing the effects of it right i mean it works on a lag mm. we have lagged by a year now like, like there, there should be some effect la. so so hopefully that there will be more mm. um you know but then again this also puts into doubt well if banks are really going to break and you are really going to and you can't let the banking system break right like that's like the backbone mm. of the whole economy exactly. so can the fed really go higher for longer right they, they keep saying that hey i want to go higher you know i'm going to stay there for longer i'm not just i'm not just going to you know once inflation is down i'm going to cut back down no right i'm going to stay at this rate for, yes. for quite a bit more to make sure that we beat it you know but if banks keep failing left right center you can't do that anymore right one is mismanagement you know Two is, hey, there's a real problem here. And, I, and technically, we've had two. Although nobody really knows why Signature got closed down. But yeah. yeah. You know, I, I mean, Signature Bank is a really weird one. I, I, like, you, you see them in the news reports, but you don't really see why the, the FDIC stepped in and, and like, resolved them. Yeah, I found that a bit weird. I would just assume they were related with SVB, but they're not, right? They're completely no, they're not. Different, they're not. Right? No, so, so if you're on like, 
parts of like crypto Twitter. You know, there, there's a lot of theories going around saying that this is the Fed taking a chance to um, close down all the crypto banks because Silvergate went down last week, right? Mm, um, so yes. it's like, oh yeah, it signature is the next one, you know, and, and that's pretty much it. I think all the three main um, US banks that bank the crypto industry are gone. Mm. <laughs> so, so, so that that's a conspiracy theory. Um, no idea whether it's actually true. You know that there's very, very, and it's a bit disconcerting that there's so little out there on what caused um signature to to collapse. I I see you googling it. So so is there? I am, <laughs> I am googling it. And according to them, signature bank customers spooked by sudden collapse of Silicon Valley Bank withdrew ten billion dollars in deposits. So it's yeah. uh, like another bank run, la. contagion. La. Yeah, but I mean, it's $10 billion, right? Yeah, um, yeah and, and their, their director is, is coming and saying, we are, we are not insolvent, you know, we we, we still have more than enough cash, that, that sort of thing. So Yeah, mm. another, so I, was, I, was, I mean, obviously I'm just reading a quote. Um, another board member said that they want, the regulators wanted to send a very strong anti-crypto message. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that, why that, they that's took that. the... Frank or Barney or Frank. Uh, yeah, yeah, I knew yeah. there was an F and a B. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's roughly what we got from Signature Bank, right? There's really nothing else other than no, but but it, it's quite surprising that the, the Fed or the FDIC themselves haven't come out and said, "Hey, you know, this is why we didn't close them down, right?" It was just, I think, a, a sudden revocation of the charter by their, their state, um, the state of New York, and then ta-da, mm. you know, um, yeah. and. Yeah, and I guess you know with Signature Bank that the Fed could with a straight face call it a systemic risk and and you know therefore step in to save everybody, but still like it's a bit disconcerting that there there isn't that much more out there. I mean, like I think I've probably read a dozen pieces on SVB. Yeah, you know on Thursday itself. Yeah, <laughs> like I had so many tabs open on SVB because I was preparing for this, and then it's like, oh, Thursday outdated, close, 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 close. Yeah. Okay, we'll see the Monday ones, right? But but CHF has nothing. Yeah. So yeah. so it's it's a bit odd. Um, but you know, maybe they'll um, come maybe up this week. Just... Let's let's see, right? Could be still new for them as well. Let's see, let's see. But may, maybe the conspiracy theory has has some legs, right? Um, mm. but yeah, I mean, back back to you know proper macro. You know, I think that that's kind of the the fear, right? That will what what will the Fed do? Will the Fed, you know, really be very wary of this contagion and therefore in the next meeting pause or or even cut rate hikes? I think Goldman Sachs came out and said, "Oh, we think they'll pause." Um, Nomura yes. came out and said, "Oh, we think they'll cut." Yeah, <laughs> right next week. Yeah. and and yeah, it's it's I, I don't know. I, and I mean, but today just before I recorded CPI came out, right? It's like. Exactly, expectations. Mm. The market is going bonkers, um, up in a good way. Um, so yeah. hopefully that's a good thing. You know, you, you never know. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see. I mean, I still feel like we we are due for a twenty five point hike. You know, I I think people don't really see this as a a, a real hit on the banking sector, right? The banks can still function. You know, so we can still tighten, no problem. Maybe not not fifty basis points because they'll just make everybody be very angry. But twenty five basis points, uh, I think it's very reasonable. Um, I I don't think they'll cut. Right, I think a cut yeah. is is kind of crazy. I yeah, I think cutting is is a bit is a bit crazy given that the CPI just came out right and it was expected. Will it increase? I really don't know. Um, 
When are they going to announce it? Next week. Next week, 22nd. Anyway, so yeah, we'll cover it in yeah, two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So uh, let's see, right? We're obviously not here to speculate, but Anthony is. So <laughs> Yeah, my, my crystal ball is very good today. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, coconuts. I think you know this was a this was a long one, but hopefully we've covered a little bit on on SVB, a little bit on the impact that has been. Uh, Great. We, we did not talk news. about AFS and HTM <laughs> bonds and what the differences are. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> did you want to? I mean, look. If people want to find out, I'm, I'm more than happy to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I read. I read it right, so I might as well use it. <laughs> True. It's like study for exam like that. Study already, everything must write down. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll save that for another day. It's been a long one about SVB. Yes. Um, if we see more more of these crypto banking stuff, we can definitely bring it up next week, Anthony. So don't don't stress. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> I want to go back to talking about like earnings and like let me see is profitable, right? That's great. We've had a good headline. C is afloat, you know. Hey, yes. next week, next week. <laughs> next week, next week. Okay. <laughs> awesome, folks. Hopefully, you did get a good uh, base of what it's what's happening with SVB. Um, as we as we know more, we'll bring it down as well. And thanks again for listening, and uh, we'll see you all next week. All right, see you. Bye, bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode with me, Rakesh, and trust that you learned something today. If you enjoyed the session and want to be part of the banter. Join our community Telegram group or follow us on social media. We also have a weekly newsletter to get a digest of the news we covered. To sign up, please click the description below. As always, we love your feedback. So share that with us at hello at thefinancialcoconut.com. Thanks and stay safe.